Forte, a super soft podcast. I'm your host, Megan Cottrell. And co-host, Amber Fransman. So, pitter-patter. Let's get at her. And we have an exciting thing to do this time. I know, I'm so excited about it. Josh is not going to be super pumped about it because it's going to be eating noises. <laughs> We're going to try. Thanks for our lovely friend, Kayla Hubert. And we can use your last name. I'm sorry I did not clear that with you last time. I wasn't <laughs> sure. But she is awesome. And she got us some all-dressed chips. All-dressed chips. She got us all-dressed chips and crushed cream soda which i'm super excited <laughs> about that that was just awesome of you kayla to go through the the trouble and the effort to get us some snacks to try on yes i actually i talked to her today and i asked if she thought that she could make it happen if she wanted to jump in on an episode so i'm really hoping that we can get that to happen i think that'd be fun i think she would have good insight <laughs> And Josh will be super excited because that'll give him an excuse to buy a new microphone. (laughs) Okay, so let's try it really quick. I'm just going to have a a sip and then try. And I looked, I was reading it, and I thought it was really funny because on the bag, I know you guys can't see it, but it's Ruffles All Dressed Chips. But half of the description and, like, ingredients and everything like that is in English. Mm -hmm. And then the other part is in French. And I thought that was I almost said Canadian. Canadian. (laughs) It does say made in Canada. And I'm going to read this real quick. This is just the back of the bag. Canada's very own. You'll enjoy this bag of Ruffles all dressed chips. If one, you enjoy unique Canadian food. It was invented here after all. I'm not sure if I do or not. So we'll see. (laughs) Two, you're seeking something sweet and salty and savory all in one bag, which I could be. I don't know. Pregnancy. (laughs) Which I'm open to. (laughs) I am open for this. And three, you love eating chips that will make your taste buds feel like they are going to explode. What's the picture on the front? The picture, it? So it, it, lo- oop, it looks like a red bell pepper, an onion, and what is that, like vinegar maybe? I think it's vinegar. All right, so I'm excited. Okay, let's <laughs> Josh is hating all this crunchy. <laughs> I smelled it. That's an unusual kind of smell. Like you can smell the vinegar, I think. So that's Megan's happy eating sounds. A bit of an inquisitive face. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't I'm, dislike I'm it. I'm going in. <laughs> that is unusual. It's, it's not bad. I mean, they got it on the head. It's sweet and savory and salty yeah. all at once. Hmm. <laughs> it's one I of mean, I'm going to eat another one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, it's, well, it's mostly, there's a lot of vinegar taste in it, mm-hmm. which I'm not really super into. But have you ever had, you know, French fries from a fast food place and you're like, oh, these aren't good. I'm going to eat another one. I'm going to eat another Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it's not that it's not good. It's just. It's unique. It's it's not a flavor I've ever experienced yeah. before. It's not bad. I don't know that I would buy them often, mm-hmm. but I'm probably going to eat more than a couple of these. <laughs> I don't know if I like it. I need to eat a few more. Yeah, We're going to figure it out. It's <laughs> like any other potato chip, though. Like you just can't eat just one. It's something that would easily be snacked on, I think. Yes. I could see Dan appreciating these. And that's like a good little size. It's not huge. It's like kind of a, not a family size either. It's yeah. Like it's a little 200 grams. <laughs> Man. Yeah. <laughs> We're in America. So let's see. Let's try. Right, let's you, try the drinks. Yes. And I'm going to let you take those because, well, you're the one that's pregnant. You're going to have cravings. Maybe you'll have pregnancy cravings. <laughs> Megan setting me up with that coasters. All right. Here's one for you. And they're really pretty. They're in like a pink, blushy it's, kind of can. Yeah. 
It's funny, but yeah, so I was like, yeah, that's the best way to just, it's a pretty drink. It is a pretty if drink. If nothing else. It's almost like going someplace kind of exotic because <laughs> the nutrition label is so different than an American one. My uh, dad was in the military and he used to go, sorry, Josh, TDY. And when he'd come back, he'd bring us snacks from wherever he went. Mm -hmm. And it almost reminds me of like, because I mean, it, it basically does kind of look the same, but the way that the letters are. It reminds me of a Coke he brought back from Saudi Arabia. It's very sweet. Very sweet. It is. It doesn't taste too much different, I don't think, than a regular cream soda. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like a A&W cream soda or something? It's good. It is good. It's very good. It tastes like cream soda. I was expecting yeah. maybe some strawberry flavor, I guess yeah. just because it's pink. <laughs> the scent. It is. <laughs> but it's good. Well, I liked that first delve into Canadian cuisine. I... I think I'm a fan. Yeah. I think that the road trip to Canada will still be a success. Still on. If the, <laughs> if the rest of the snacks are at least as good as this, I'm here for it. I Cheers to that. I'm always looking to check on updates for the Canadian border being reopened. It's going to be reopened to... Just ignore me. I'm going to take a picture of it. That's fine. <laughs> it's going to be open to Canadians that are vaccinated and uh, permanent residents that are vaccinated very soon. But... I don't think it's going to be open to tourism for a little while still. Well, at least probably, I would say, the end of July. So End of July this year? Maybe. Or, or August yeah. even. He, they're not in any hurry, well, is what I'll say, from what I've read in the articles that I've looked at. So yeah. I have a friend who's trying to plan her honeymoon right now, and uh, they were going to go someplace out of country, but mm -hmm. a lot of places even that are open to tourism, yeah. you still have to quarantine once you get there, whether or not you've been vaccinated. So it just And kinda, at that point, <laughs> that's your whole allotted time you have. Yeah, like if you're 14 days quarantined, you're gonna have a you have to have a month long yeah. <laughs> vacation in order to get any time in. Kayla, thank you. I I think I will take those chips home and I think I'm gonna eat them. <laughs> I think you're gonna on snack tonight. on them. I am. If you hear some random crunching throughout the podcast, just uh, overlook me. So for our next delve into food, I think I'm going to talk to my brother-in-law, Dorian, and I'm going to have him order bird of beef. Yeah. And see if he would, because he's kind of the grill master and like he, he likes to do all that kind of stuff and see if he'll make it like Dan yes. describes, because that's the one that I, that mm -hmm. intrigues me. Mm -hmm. I mean, if he wants to do the dairy or the wayne that's on on them him and, <laughs> him and josh can do that but i think what dan describes sounds better you just than, made me so happy i I'm know so excited. So excited. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he'll be super into that that's awesome that, that'll be right down his um, i was trying to think about other types of food that they had mentioned this season mm -hmm. and the steak was the one that sticks out in my brain indian tacos yes steak the different types of cakes yeah, all the different because, kinds. Because <laughs> they're having a cakewalk. Mm -hmm. Because they're skip leg day. And I I can't put my finger on anything else. The There's chips and soda. But. Chips, because they have the chip truck. So we could, in theory, we could wrap that into poutine. Which mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not really excited <laughs> or into trying, but we'll see. Yeah, that'll have to be a, a completely like, I don't know. Right now, I don't think I could eat that, but. It's things yeah. change. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. So that's a possibility. And I can't think of anything else. Oh, yes, I can. Well, you can't do that right now. I was going to say all the different alcoholic uh, drinks. <laughs> well, I saw, and this is, was going to be part of what's the scoop, but I saw on the Letter Kenny Probs page, the official one, 
that Peppers is coming back out. So I guess it might be a seasonal thing. The, the actual, there's a Peppers alcohol. And that is that the beer or is it like a liquor? It's a beer. Mm-hmm. A beer? I yeah. like beer. I like yeah. beer. So I don't can. like IPAs because they're the devil and taste like garbage. And people who like IPAs, I just don't understand you. Josh is very upset with you. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> They're it's just very heavy like poison they're just so gross tasting but i very love bitter. like a lager or a stout something like that yeah which i feel like puppers would be a lager i would say so i, I don't know why it, i feel like that but that's just how i feel stay tuned for more food talk we'll let us. you know okay so after <laughs> i'm still smacking my lips we took a snack break <laughs> we're gonna jump into the season two recap and sorry for everyone that i mean we had to take a break we did not have internet Josh and I are still in the process of moving, so this is coming to you from our new podcast lounge. Lounge. Uh, <laughs> all this new technology, and Amber and I still had technical difficulties today. That's just the story of our life. It's so fancy, though, in the podcast lounge. It's Yeah, I was going to say, it looks really nice in here, but too bad the technology still didn't work today. So It still hates Megan. Loves Josh, hates Megan. <laughs> Josh wasn't here to hit the button number three. Anyway... So, season two recap. I'm really excited about this, but before we jump in, I'm going to do a previously on really quick, just because I had this on my mind. Previously on Not My Forte, a super soft podcast. It was a mess up that I had. We were talking about the junior team being able to drink, Mm -hmm. but the drinking age in Canada is 18. Oh, yeah. well, see, that would change things. I had American brain Mm. going on when I was talking about it. It happens. And then I looked up Stanley Tucci. I did too. <laughs> did you? <laughs> okay, well, go ahead and you tell. Well, as I was saying, usually I'm so bad about that. I've noticed a trend throughout our podcast of me going, oh, I'll have to go look at that. And then I never do. <laughs> but I looked up Stanley Tucci. So in my findings, yeah. he's an American actor of Italian descent. Yes. So Because you could tell he's kind of got... He has some to ethnicity I, too. I would have I would have guessed Italian. He's doing a new show that's him in Italy, like Ooh. trying food and wine and very very Stanley Tucci like. <laughs> I love it. So yes, that makes perfect sense. That's all I had for previously on. Um so I guess we can just jump right into season two recap. Before we, you know, get into the the episodes or anything like that overall what would you did you like or dislike this season so i think i liked season one more than season two okay season two for me didn't have any like standout episodes it had a lot of pretty good okay episodes Mm -hmm. with standout scenes in them because there was a lot of scenes that i really liked yeah but as far as full episodes not as many as season one so still worth watching yeah still enjoyed it Overall, I'd give it like a seven. Six, yeah, seven. that's yeah. a good. That's a that's a good rating too. I think that's probably mine is a seven. I liked season one in a different way that I that I liked season two. Mm-hmm. I feel like on average they were pretty good to great ranging, mm-hmm. but season one had maybe two episodes that I really, really didn't like, and then the rest of them were really good. So it kind of evened itself yeah, out. Th- that was something that I thought of. This season didn't have an episode that I hated. Like? Like season one did. So Season one, episode three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the infamous one three. 
But yeah, so it, it didn't have anything that I hated, but it was just like good scenes, really good scenes in all right episodes for me. Overall, I felt like, and I don't know, I thought it was, there was strange stuff that happened. It was interesting that they they went this whole season without a bar. Yeah, that's true. Because Modians burns down between one and two, yeah. and we don't get it back at all this season. Yeah. There was a lot less Gale this season. Hallelujah. Which I appreciated. <laughs> I did, too. Although, we did get Mrs. McMurray. A lot of M- Mrs. McMurray. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that was kind of the... Uh, the give and take the that give we had. <laughs> yeah. What was your, what do you think your favorite episode was? So my favorite episode was probably the St. Patty's Day. And I know that was a bonus one, but I'm mm-hmm. still going to count it. But if I'm doing just the actual season two episodes, probably the relationships one where he goes on all the dates. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the matchmaker lady, but overall that episode I thought was probably my favorite one. What about you? I am trying to look at my notes <laughs> to see if I can remember. I don't, I, I think mine was also, well. So the episodes were The Fuss at the Ag Hall. Yeah, that one was not. I know it wasn't the first two. I really, like, looking back now, I thought originally, like, when we did our first through, and we were coming on to the recap, and I thought, well, oh, I feel bad because I don't know if I really liked this season that much, but I listened back to both our podcast episodes and watched <clears throat> the season itself again. Mm-hmm. And I just started, like, I, I found myself smiling, and I really liked a lot of the stuff. I think mine is also relationships, probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. I actually really, really liked the season finale, but I also would have almost, I would have liked it even more cutting out the first half of Wayne's stud stormy line. I was going to say, because the season finale is, the like, the title's... Finding a stud for Stormy, yeah. I think, is what it is. And, like, I don't care about that part of yeah, the storyline. It sounds bad, but that's <laughs> Sorry, true. Stormy. It's one, of, it, it's one of the more exciting episodes for me this season. Yeah. But there's a good chunk of it I can do without. Right? And it makes me feel kind of bad, yeah. but it's true. Yeah, that's that's kind of how, how I feel like not a whole one of any episode was yeah. it. Yeah. But, like you said... Like, half of the storylines and all of the episodes yeah. were good, though. I was all in on. What about your least favorite? Least favorite was the Uncle's, Uncle Eddie's Trust one where they do, like, the yeah. Shark Tank yeah. spoof. And it had funny parts. Uh, just overall, that episode. I was like, meh. It, again, I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. I just could take it or leave it. I was half and half between that one and Native Flu just because... I don't know. I guess I'm one of the people that's really here for the storyline. And I feel like there wasn't a lot of movement, you Mm -hmm. know, with like the underlying story in that one. Mm -hmm. But there was lots of silly stuff that was enjoyable. So I would say I I probably did enjoy that one more than Uncle Eddie's Trust. I guess we can go like, I mean, this will be a short episode, but we can just kind of go like one by one. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure how to make notes for the recap. So my notes are kind of all over the place. So I'll just yeah. <laughs> I'll try to – you you go and I'll add input. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, so first the Ag Hall, mm-hmm. episode one for season two. Um, what was your favorite part of that episode? Probably when Wayne gets up and moves the hangers and he's just like muttering to himself and just pissed off. Yeah. Like, and again, like that episode was only okay for me, but that there were certain parts that were yeah. really funny, and that yeah. part was really funny to me. It's really funny that you said because I wrote down 
filler episodes question mark because <laughs> even though I think overall the caliber of the season was a little bit higher just across the board mm-hmm. there was it did still feel like a lot of filler stuff yeah like they weren't quite sure where sto- where they wanted storylines to go so yeah. Oh, well yeah my favorite part of this episode was the epi pin fight see and now that's <laughs> I don't think I made note about any of the skits parts, but the EpiPen fight was pretty funny. The, the noise that it made was pretty <laughs> funny. Yeah. The little tiny squeaks. <laughs> oh, yes. that's so funny. I think the B plots in a lot of these episodes were better than the were, main ones. Carried them a lot. Yes. Which I love Wayne. I'm always going to be excited for him and like want to see where his story goes. But I think season two really just kind of. Besides relationships, it didn't move his story along too much. It was yeah. more, here's some random stuff he's doing, and also here's this B-plot. Because even the fuss at the ag hall and then the next episode with the election, they focus around Wayne and a story for him. But even that, after those two episodes, it's kind of done. It's kind of like, okay, well, we wrote about you for a couple episodes. And yeah. it doesn't, I don't know. I didn't, yeah. I, it doesn't move him along. Yeah, person or a character too much yeah yeah i i did put the this season wayne and Derry were both kind of different from season one like like we've mentioned Derry was kind of annoying and gross this season and i wrote down when i thought that happened i think that starts to happen in episode three i i after rewatching it i he's not as bad in the first couple the first couple he's not too terrible and then the third one I remember having a visceral reaction, like, (laughs) I think this is where I start hating you. This is where Derry really starts to annoy the crap out of me. Yeah. And it's also, Wayne doesn't seem to be as good of a good guy. Like, not that he's a bad guy by any means, but he's just like, you know, season one where we were just like, oh, Wayne's such a good guy. Such a good guy. And it's not as as overt as it is in season one. Mm -hmm. He certainly still has good guy moments, morally and kindness-wise and... Everything like that. But there's also a lot of him kind of just not being as nice. Yeah. He hates Samuel. He's mean he to that kid. Kids is, in general. Smacking him. He's spreading rumors, even though he's telling people not to be spreading rumors. <laughs> and he's throwing things at Stuart. Yeah. I remembered that, how mean they were to Stuart. Yeah. And- some of the the episodes he's and being a petty little baby about the word schniff <laughs> so it's really str- it's a really it, strange it kind of a, jump mm-hmm. from season one to season two so I'm, I'm curious as to what the direction is and i due to my very short-term memory <laughs> i cannot like re- i can't remember beyond this okay well season three i don't feel like he's like this as much either I but can't. i but i can't remember yeah and i I've purposely not watched it yet. I haven't either. So. <laughs> um, but we'll all find out together. <laughs> yes. Stay tuned. And then a lot of the cold opens this season I really liked, though. Yeah. Uh, the one-off cold yes. open things that are almost just staying by themselves are really funny. Yeah. It was, like you said, like the, the B plot lines kind of carried a lot of it. Yeah. Like the cold opens for me were some of the funniest parts of this season. Mm-hmm. But I th- I'm pretty sure it was in episode one. When Stuart comes up to the produce stand and they're like, oh, we see you got your muscle shirt. The muscle's coming next week. Yeah. Like, that's one of those lines that was hilarious to me mm-hmm. in an otherwise give or take yeah. episode. Yeah. Okay. Episode. Yeah. And with that one, I 
I think the skits plot line, I found it pretty, like the funniest part of the whole thing. <laughs> I guess in the defense of writing it, you have you're trying to drag out Wayne's into a more lengthy we're gonna follow this long term type situation versus then on the other side of it squeezing these B characters, squeezing little tiny stories into just one off episodes. So mm-hmm. I could see that argument for it. Whereas, hey, we're gonna follow up with Wayne's situation next episode too, but we're doing a little tiny story for Stuart for this one episode. Yeah. And I mean the it's it is letter Kenny. Like it's supposed to just be kind of like a funny light show. Yeah. Even the and parts we're overthinking. That, oh yeah. Like <laughs> we we never overthink anything, Megan. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. The election I wrote down. Even see, even for the notes that I make for this, the election I was like, shower scenes with R and J. That's when they do. That's when they have their shower fight. Is yes. the election? But I was just thinking, man, we never did pick a celebration music for, for the shower <laughs> scenes. Uh, that's something I've got to get on. Uh, that episode also had Glenn. Glenn has popsicles a lot this season. He does, and that I think was his first Glenn popsicle oh. moment. The part where they are filming. Devin and McMurray's commercial Mm -hmm. and they're all going through and it gets really meta talking about Wayne, like not wearing a belt and how are you now? Not so qualified. Like (laughs) that part was extremely funny to me. And then the rest of it, I can give or take. Yeah. I'm going to stop saying that after this because I feel like I'm going to say it every, Uh, every episode we cover, but (laughs) that part in particular was was very well written. Yes. I wrote, so this is just, this is the only, I promise the only off random behind the scenes, not behind the scenes, but like background thing that I wrote down. I noticed it when watching the election for whatever reason. They have a sign over the back door that says back door guests are best. Oh my gosh, I missed that. (laughs) So I just think that was funny. That's a funny thing for Katie and Wayne to have on their door. (laughs) Do they have a front door at the front of the house? I guess we never see it. You never see anybody go to it because like they sit on the back porch and that's where they always go in and out of. I mean, and they have to have a front door, Yeah, you'd think, but... I don't think we ever see even a shot of it. Mm-mm. I'm trying to think about the front of the farmhouse. Hmm. Interesting. You only see the side and the back. Because you see people, like, from the side where they're coming down the laneway, but I don't think... And you see it, like, from the side from the produce stand or if, yeah. they're, in the, if they're in the driveway, but, like, back by the barn. And that's the back. Hmm. Weird. So, I wonder if this... Not the skids, the hicks thinks... That it's strange that Angie just kind of showed up. Because did Wayne ever tell them that he had sex with her? And, uh, no, I don't think so. So I wonder if they think, well, this is strange and out of nowhere. You mean at the very last episode when yeah. she just walks up and is like, Wayne, I want you back? Yeah. I, that would be weird. Also, did they, did he ever say, hey, I hooked up with Tannis? No. I, Wayne's just... It's not polite to talk no, about I was just thinking, It's not polite to talk about yourself. It's not and polite it's, to kiss and tell. Yes, exactly. So I wonder if the Hicks are also getting all this information as we are all at once. And I wonder if they care. Not like they wouldn't care, but yeah. like, I don't know. I can Half of me can kind of see them being like, oh my gosh, you did this and you didn't tell us. And the other half of me is like, oh, okay. Way to go, you. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. Good, uh, good job. <laughs> 
most of my notes for the episodes are like Riley and Jonesy. <laughs> I just love our boys. But I wrote down precarious towel situation triangle for native flu because you mentioned it. It's, it's literally just a tiny little flap. You go if Jonesy Jonesy's got a really he's got a little triangle covering everything. Um, I mean, I mean, his legs are crossed, and it's just. It's just kind of dark. It's stuff to the imagination. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. Cue the happy music. Uh, was that in Native Flu or which episode was that? I That's remember. Native Flu. And I think that's the first episode that we ever see them talking about cooking because that becomes a thing, uh, kind of a running theme later on. But unless. And that's the episode with the, the bird of beef. Yes. And again, that part. <laughs> Joint Boy's whole. Lack of fight scene. Fight scene. It's so good. It's so good. That's one yeah. of my, like, <laughs> he goes up and just kicks that guy. I'm like, hey, guys, remember me? Got that bird of beef. <laughs> I think they use their side characters so well. Yes. It almost becomes a detriment to their main character sometimes. Well, I mean, like, like Glenn or the coach. Yeah. Anytime that so they have exciting. a scene, they just steal it, like, so well. Um, and then anytime that the, the new hockey players are there, I really enjoy their little down the line yeah. <laughs> talking. Yes. And senior, the senior hockey players, mm-hmm. they steal scenes too. It's yes. so funny, but it almost, it's so funny that you kind of realize, oh man, like, oh yeah, I forgot. Like that's not the main <laughs> thing yeah. going on. You're not the star of this show. So in Uncle Eddie's trust. This is the this is the first one. Uh, episode five is when we started giving rankings to uh-huh. the episodes. So you gave the episode five. I gave it a six point five because they ended with a party, and the, I I really like episodes where they all you like that camaraderie, come, come yeah. Even though, like overall, that was probably well, yeah, it was my least favorite of the season because, well. It was also the introduction of "To be fair," like, yes, that's, yeah, and that's a running thing even yeah, to to now. Like yeah, the season. What are we on? Nine, something like that. Yes, I mean, like because they're filming season ten and eleven right now. Nate and I say that to each other in conversation, yes. and that again was probably my least favorite episode this season. But that's something in that episode that just like is letter Kenny. Yeah. There's such highs. In, even in the episodes that I, we consider bad or like mm-hmm. we don't like very much, there's such highs in yes. those episodes. But I remember about this one in particular, what I didn't like is Derry is so weird in this. I mean, and I know I'm like ragging on Derry all the time, but he's so weird. He does that weird yell. Yeah, I, I reason <laughs> that was one that I rewatched today. And when he's talking about how he can't grow a beard, and he does, it's almost like a barbarian yeti yodel kind of thing <laughs> like i don't some kind of battle cry and it's so out of nowhere and you know i was looking at because he has a little bit of scruff yeah and you can kind of tell if a guy can grow a beard just based off his scruff and i bet Derry could not grow a beard because it is kind of all just underneath his chin yeah without right much on the cheeks here like, but there's like the it, but yeah. yeah i i feel like he probably would not have he definitely would not grow a dan beard yeah so and in contrast, I bet Jared Kiso has to shave every single day. I bet he does. <laughs> like he, yes. 
And he even still gets some scruff. <laughs> yeah. I loved in episode five for our episode. I loved your beer math that you did. It was <laughs> <Yes>. so <good. laughs> It's still, even if they did get steak and uh, when I was rewatching, it looked like they might've had some pizza boxes too. And they had some liquor, but that's still a lot. I mean, $5,000 to throw a party for what was it that we said? Like 13, 15 13 people, people, something people, like I that. Think, yeah. It's just a crazy amount of everything. What was your favorite podcast episode that we did? Ooh. Oh. Sorry, I didn't mean to spring that one on Yeah. Just... See, I don't know. Like, sometimes I think our podcast might be funnier than the show. I, they just, they make me, like you said, how you find yourself, like, listening to them and just smiling. Yeah. A lot of times I just am smiling the whole time I'm listening to the podcast, and then I'll laugh and, like, chuckle and shake my head and be like, oh, we're so funny. Like, I don't know. So proud of ourselves. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I honestly, I might, because I was thinking about today, after listening to the podcast and watching the episode, I was like, that's my least favorite episode. I think it's my favorite podcast. It's my favorite podcast, though. <laughs> we redeemed it. <laughs> that's yeah. That's what we're we're pulling Letterkenny through single handedly. You're welcome. Getting them that season ten and eleven. I am so I'm so glad they're doing season ten and eleven all together because it would then they would have to like stagger it probably and like take some time where we wouldn't have another season. Mm-hmm. But I'm really hoping that this isn't like a, hey, we're going to be done with Letter Kenny soon because my end goal, I want to be a background character or something. We need to be an audience member at a hockey game or a customer at Modine's 6, yes. whatever, however many there's going to yes. be. Oh, that would be so fun. Oh right. my gosh, that would be so fun. We could be playing Buck Hunter in the background. Exactly. <laughs> and then episode 6... Do you have any notes on that? The only thing I have for that one in particular is I didn't really love, for the most part, how Wayne was acting. Like I said, the, yeah, he was, the whininess. He was kind of being whiny. Um, I will say, overall in season six, I find myself like, you know how uh, we talked about who our favorite character was in season one? Yeah. For season six, mine is definitely Dan. Like, wait, I don't know. Or episode six. Well, I mean, I mean, season two overall. Oh, season two. Yeah, sorry. Season two overall, my favorite character is Dan. But in episode six, when he goes off about Gail trying to roofie yes. Stormy. And I just am like, yeah, like team Dan. But mm-hmm. then hindsight through the entire season, he's a wonderful pitter patty. I like, I agree with how he wants to cook steak. <laughs> uh He's a big ecstasy bear. Yeah. He just wants to hug people. <laughs> a big ecstasy bear. He's super anti-drugging Stormy. So yeah. Ken Baumgartner, whatever his name is, <laughs> can't have dirty sex with her. His dirty sex Yes. So like. Um, are, and we, I was, are you team Dan? <laughs> I'm super team Dan this season. Like I'm feeling what Bonnie McMurray is feeling. Like, yeah. Hey, team yeah. Dan. So, so Dan's your favorite this season. Who's your least favorite this season? Derry. Um, well, Miss McMurray. <sighs> it's a hard toss-up. Like you said, Gail wasn't in it too much, so she didn't really have a chance to bother me. She, yeah. And she did have, when she <laughs> when she's going off about Stormy being stubborn, finding a stud was pretty funny to me. Yeah. So Gail gets a pass this season. Uh, probably Derry. He just, he was really aggravating yeah. and gross. He had a lot of gas passing this season and spitting and stuff like that and 
He's my know. least favorite, that, which I know everyone's shocked. <laughs> what? I've been ragging on him so hard. I'm so sorry. The heck I think you say. Nathan Delsh, you're incredible. Derry was just pissing me off this season, <laughs> and I I don't know. It just feels like because it almost feels like he came in as a completely different character this season for some reason. Yeah, and again, uh, the bonus episode he does kind of redeem mean redeem himself a little bit for a person who's drunk and sloppy the entire episode. <laughs> But he he kind of has some of that boyish charm that we liked about Derry in yes. season one. What about who's your favorite this season? Honestly, okay. So and then this and this isn't really a huge shock, but the person who I was always excited to come and it's a minor character, but always excited when he came on. He always makes me laugh, and it's always my favorite scene that he's in. Is Coach? It's Coach. I he's freaking funny. love Mark Ford. There's nothing. I mean. He's not, he's not even in the season a lot. I was going to say, I think he's in this one even less than he was in season one yes. as a minor character. But he's so freaking he funny. Is <laughs> he is. And I just get so excited every time I see him. I'm like, I don't even know what's going to – I don't know what he has to say, but it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> Whatever the rant he's about yes. to go on is. And, of course, it doesn't hurt that normally he's on the screen with Riley and Jonesy. Right. <laughs> doesn't hurt. There, I don't even know if I want to call it character growth because – I. I don't know if they have really have grown too much from the beginning to the end of the season. Yeah. But kind of keeping up with them was probably my favorite storyline. Yeah. Though. They actually also in in a B-roll situation, they had an actual full-on storyline that spanned the whole season yeah. too. And I felt like it got fairly deep for as goofy as like they were only goofy. Mhm. Or only Katie's arm candy, or only just kind of there for some comic relief in yeah. season one. But in this one, I felt like they got kind of deep, like with their feelings and with what they felt passionate for in life and being sad. Like we got a pretty good range of emotion from these guys this season. They did really good. You got that soft spot in your heart for him. Andrew Her and Dylan Playfair are perfect, and I love them both. <laughs> the characters of Riley and Jonesy grew. I feel like they progressed and grew and i feel like wayne almost regressed yeah this season yeah and Derry too like i think the b plot line i liked more you know like oh wayne's alcohol president and then he's not and then he's trying to find a relationship and then he's not he was just kind of there it, his story was almost just like in and out for yeah. you yeah i will <laughs> one of those just little things that i noticed when i was going back the native flu one, the very end where he's in bed, but he's fully clothed. And he sits <laughs> up. I was looking around his room and he has a puppy pillow. It's a, oh. it's a little throw pillow with puppies all over that's it. And so I was, cute. It was, I was like, oh, that's sweet, Wayne. No, I love this. Was it just, was it a twin size or was it a full bed? I think it is a full only because... He doesn't quite fill it up all the way with his shoulders. And I feel like if it was a twin. Yeah, it'd be it, too. It's kind of hard to judge because he's a very broad guy. So I think it's full. Definitely yeah. not a queen, but I think it's bigger than a twin. But he also has some toys on his nightstand. It looked like maybe like a oh. truck figurine or like a little bear kind of thing I with its legs that. dangling down. Yeah. Wayne, the man's man, the farmer, the truck driving flannel wearing like <laughs> tough the toughest guy in Letterkenny what do you have decorating your bedroom and it was kind of sweet that it was something sweet like that I wonder well, I don't know I guess he was looking for love but he never really him and Angie I guess had sex in the truck and then him and Tannis probably also had sex in the truck that truck so, is seeing a lot of action yeah I was gonna say is he bringing these 
girl's home or whatever, but I guess he's not. I don't think he is, yeah. which is, again, what something I wouldn't consider very Wayne-like. Like, he was all upset in that one episode about the date going badly because he couldn't open the truck door for yeah. her and could, didn't have time to wash his truck. But maybe he doesn't consider these real dates yeah. because it's Angie and Tannis. I don't know. I mean, it's fine. I mean, sleep with who you want to as long as it's consensual and, and all that stuff. But I guess where we all season one, it's like, good guy Wayne, good guy yeah. Wayne. And we come into season two, and it's not that he's a bad guy. Yeah. He'd be a bad guy if they were like, no, leave me alone, and he was still trying to get at it. Yeah, yeah. No, but definitely not a bad guy, but just maybe just not as upstanding strange. as he seemed yes. in season one. They kind of play him off to be like a very monogamous I'm in a relationship and I'm serious and I'm true to go right. And it's not, he's not treating anybody wrong. I mean, and hey, I mean, get yeah, laid I mean, if you need to. And they came wrong after, with a girl hooking up too. Like, they came after him full pants grab both times. Full on pants grab. Pants grab and pull for Angie. Rosie walked into it. Murder. Joe. And she still decides to date him afterwards. That's true. <laughs> like, That's this true. is your first, first impression's a lasting one. And her first impression of him is Angie showing up, almost getting a fight with all those guys. And then Tannis calling to say that she's pregnant with all her Tannis hickeys. And that's quite an introduction to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> she's probably like, this is a lot. But then I guess Gail is her cousin. So she's seen a lot of crazy that's true. stuff. Probably, I would imagine. I mean, if they're close enough cousins to where they're calling each other up and they are, you know, doing like their dog breeding and stuff yeah. like that together, I'm not really close with any of my cousins. Like, I have certain cousins that if there is a function and we're both there every eight or nine years, we get along very well. Yeah. But I don't think there's any of them that I would just like call up and chat with. I have a couple i've i've grown closer to a lot of my family later in life mm -hmm. I, me and my sister too we also got closer later in life because it was easier once i moved to college yeah well yeah. my sister and I, we're five years apart she's five years younger than i am and so growing up there was always that it was kind of an awkward age difference now we're really close yeah it wasn't until after after you moved out yeah well even after she moved out because when i moved out she was still 13 she was still annoying <laughs> She, Allison, you're still annoying, but <laughs> but I love you more now. <laughs> no, it probably took until she was about after she got married, we got closer. Oh, so she got married pretty young, eighteen or nineteen, something like that. I don't really have anything else. I could not make myself watch the St. Patrick's Day episode again just because I watched it like so many four times. times in a row when we did the episode. The only takeaway from that really, it wasn't my favorite. I did like that Derry acted normal. Because Ish. the rest of this season, it's hashtag not my dairy. Uh, hashtag not my dairy. <laughs> and uh, I like that him and Katie did the little high five. I think that was cute because mm -hmm. they, for whatever reason, are like. Had been kind of strained. Agging yeah. each other on. And it's nice that he gets a little bit of a positive storyline because he's just kind of annoying and gross and pushed into the background. So I like that. And Dan is the perfect leprechaun. Yes. And they all are partying and having a good time. So I like all of that. I realized, though, after the fact, it was a little hard for us to do the podcast on it because a lot of the stuff was physical humor. It was. It was another one of those really back and forth episodes yes. where it was storyline, flashback, story, flashback. And those are those are kind of hard to chronologically go through a podcast yeah. with. It was difficult going back and forth and keeping track. And that might have been the one that 
did we crash that time too? We've had so many technical <laughs> difficulties. It's insane. I enjoyed that one. I guess it is what it is. It's a filler episode. It's a yeah. holiday episode, which in in general would be a filler episode. It doesn't even go chronologically with the rest of the season because we couldn't figure out who Katie was with or if it was after the breakup. Or yeah, was she back I, home. Yeah, like she because at the end of the finale, the actual finale is when she's leaving she's to go with the yeah. agent and all the guys are ready to fight over her. But this one seems more kind of like it would fit in mid-season. Yes. And it was just aired last. Yeah, so overall, season two. I enjoyed it. I liked it. Yes. Episodes were okay. Scenes were great. Yes. Lines were great. Especially B-plot and B-characters were carrying the team this mm-hmm. season. I I really enjoyed season two. I'm very excited for season three. I might even do my notes tomorrow. I'm so excited. <laughs> just because... Well, it's been it's been so long. It ha- mm-hmm. So speaking of that, let's do what's the scoop really quick. Well, here's the scoop, and I'm going to tell you. Of course, the week we take a week off. Yes, I was going to say there's such a big thing that yes. happened. You go ahead because you're. Well, you're no, I'm excited. You, you go what's ahead. Your, it's your favorite character, though. Yes. So Shorzy is getting a show, and, and I know this because of you, though. <laughs> I'm so I don't know how curious on how they're going to do this because he is a very small. He's a very funny character, but he's a small role in Letterkenny. But you never see his face, which is kind of like the running joke. How do you create a whole show entirely around never being able to see your main character's face? Yes. So I'm interested. Definitely I interested. They'll, I think they'll have to break down and just show that it's Jared Kiso in a wig and just play it off. Unless maybe they're going to beard actually, or something. May, oh, maybe. Because he looks pretty different between being clean shaven. So if he's got the Shorzy wig on. And a beard, and is possibly also always wearing a hockey mask. Yeah, I bet it'll be a really good show because Jared obviously loves hockey, uh-huh. and he loves being silly. He loves getting to play that character of Shorty, and so I anticipate there being a lot of joy in creating this show. Yes, I bet he will enjoy the heck out of it. And where Wayne is so stoic most of the time, being able to do the Shorty character who is nothing but not stoic yeah <laughs> i think will be a lot of fun for him too i am really really hoping mark forward is going to be in this tv show as well because as a gonna... coach situation oh did i tell you i tell you what the plot or the synopsis of the tv show is, is? it shorty's trying to never lose a hockey game it's like his hockey journey kind of thing yes but so, you elaborate on that because well it's just that that's really mostly all okay. it is bell media I believe is the name of the company that is doing the TV show. They put out a press release of the different TV shows coming. And that was one of the big announcements was the Shorzy show. And he is on a mission to never lose a hockey game again. So, I mean, it has to be super involved. I can't imagine they're going to, there's no way to shoot this TV show without showing his face. I I mean, I don't know. See, that's why I'm really curious if they're going to keep that as a, a running gag. Yeah. And then I also wonder if it's going to be like one of those limited releases. It's only going to be one season. Possibly. Well, I don't know. They did Little Kenny, like just a few little episodes. I don't, I don't know. But it's I, interesting that Shorzy, he is a fan favorite, that he's the one that's going to get the spinoff. Yeah. I kind of anticipated a spinoff of some sort, but I don't know if I thought Shorzy would be the one to get one. I'm glad it's not Gail. <laughs> Me too. I was hoping glenn but i think jacob tierney is too busy it would be so funny but surely will be funny he's the b character who makes every scene for me but he is producing that mary hartman mary hartman remake Mm. 
so I don't, I'm sure he's probably too busy at this point. I think he's also writing that, so. I really hope that they show other hockey players that we know. Maybe, you know, like, Riley and Jonesy might not get to be in it. I would like maybe a guest appearance from them would be pretty cool. But like the. Put them on a screen anywhere near me and I'm <laughs> Like maybe some of the other senior players oh, or something. yeah. That would be so fun too. Yeah. Because they're also B plot line that made this season for but, me. Yeah. They always Gosh. elevate the scenes every time. How many is it? There like six of them? I think so. They have such good chemistry. For having such small scenes. I just, I love watching their scenes. They work really well together. Yes. Oh. And this is off a of each other. That's true. This is a random side note that I made. I, I keep finding stuff about rewatches and, and things. In the hockey player locker room, it might be the first time we meet them. There's a blue bra hanging behind. <laughs> I think it's Fisky's head or Schultzy. One of the two. If you'll check it on a rewatch. There's a blue bra hanging in the locker oh behind one of them. What's the deal? What's the deal there? This is the, the show that just keeps on giving. Yeah. Every time you rewatch it, you discover something new. Because it's bright blue, and it's right in camera view. That I thought that was pretty funny. And the other announcement, which we all kind of knew was happening already, along that same timeline, they announced that season 10 and season 11 were, are currently being filmed, and that's been verified via the social media of all the different characters. They announced it at the same time that the bell press release came out and we've seen pictures behind the scenes stuff of them on set. And I've seen a couple of Katie's outfits. They're really cute. I like that picture you, you sent me of uh, Wayne, like hiding behind the chair was adorable. But when I went to reply to it, I guess it was, it must've been like a, a story of hers. Cause it, it had disappeared, it disappeared by then. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. There's, pictures and all kinds of stuff that they're putting up and I love I'm just like eating it all up <laughs> Megan's here for it I am and they must be bored I'm sure behind the scenes when it's like not their turn to shoot so I'm just like see more pictures <laughs> friends what are you doing <laughs> so that's pretty much it for season two I'm excited for season three me too one thing that I'm gonna say and we can maybe decide to cut it out later so I did a thing the other day I messaged Evan Stern on his Instagram. And I was like, hey, Evan, I just want to tell you, like, I'm a big fan. And me and my friend do this podcast. And I'd really love for you to be on it sometime if, you know, if that's something that you're into. Don't Ballsy it's, ass Megan. I, know, well, I was just, I was like, you know, I mean, if definitely have to get a third microphone. For that. Yeah, we would break down and get a third one for that, especially. But, uh, I mean, don't get too excited. I've not heard anything back. He probably won't get it. And likely, I think if it's, like, not someone you're friends with, it just sends it off to, like, a yeah, side thing. Like a he might think I'm folder. a spam, too. I don't know. But I was just like, hey, I just want to tell you, like, I'm a big fan. And if you ever, you know, wanted to be on, we would love to have you. Either way, I think you're great. Keep doing what you're doing. So, Evan Stern, if you ever hear this... <laughs> We would love to have you on. She's a real person. She's not a bot. I'm not a robot. I would love to. Because Roald is one of, growing to be one of our favorite characters. He, I feel like he's another one of those little characters who kind of started very one-dimensionally. And even, not quite yet, but even farther down the road, you really kind of start to care for him. And yes. he becomes a more fleshed out character and he is always so funny and creepy in the best yes, way sometimes he does it so well and his dancing is always great he's probably the best dancer out of all of them i think well, that reminds me of uh the very the finale 
when they're all getting together and they're about to have their Donnie Brook right before Rosie pulls up and he says, let's have a break dance fight. It's less dangerous and, and I'll definitely win. win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it. I was listening back to our old episodes and we were talking about when Devin and Stuart were having their break dance fight and he comes in the middle of them and he does <laughs> his little gallop and he just does so good with every yes. bit of little scene that he's given and i i just i'm here for it yeah well thank you all for listening and hopefully uh we'll jump well we'll definitely jump into season three next week uh sorry again for the break but there was just no getting around it so we will see you all for season three episode one next week into season three that's kind of crazy to me that we're already into season three i know i was trying to do math and figure out like where we would be when we're done but my hope is season 10 will come out probably you think christmas maybe i hope so i'm hoping christmas that would be great and then i wonder when the shorty show is coming out that might be an addition to the podcast (laughs) all right well anyway stay tuned and we'll keep you updated with our facebook and see you next time bye ninja dust Thanks again for listening to Not My Forte, a super soft podcast. Information is pulled for this episode from letterkenny.fandom.com, as well as Megan and Amber's notes. Music for these episodes is provided by Mark Wallach, and that song is called Rattle and Shake. If you have any questions about this episode, or any comments or insights on this episode or future episodes, feel free to email us at casualjosh0 at gmail.com. That's casualjosh, the number zero, at gmail.com. And remember to put not my forte in the subject line.